my name is Chasty, and welcome back to She Likes It Hard. I'm here with Alyssa, my co-host, um, who is always anxious at the beginning of these episodes. I am always anxious. Uh, that is true. That is but, true. So we live on. Yes. And Wait, here we are. I think that was a better intro than the last one that you did for me. Uh, a personal oh. intro. It was, it was better. <laughs> We're getting there. I'm gonna let Chastity start introducing me, guys. Oh, we- oh my gosh. Um, all right, so let's get into our hard ask of the day. It says, Hi ladies. Hello. Hola. Um, this guy I have been talking to consistently takes forever to respond to me, meaning hours at least four between each text. When that happens, I tend to wait a day <laughs> I tend to wait a day to respond because I'm annoyed and think this is in quotation marks. No, he's not going to play me. Unquotation mark. But my sister says I'm being petty. What do y'all think? I think you're being petty. Do I want? Should I be nicer? Or should I be mean? Be real. <laughs> if it's mean, if it's nice, um, whatever real is. So a, it's probably already playing you. Hmm. Okay. I didn't even think about that. Okay. Um. B, if you if you're just trying to have fun and be petty, be petty. I'm a petty Betty, but I know that I'm a petty Betty. Right, that's the key. That's the key. A lot of people don't know when they are petty, or they refuse that they are petty when they. Yeah, but if you're like you're doing this to get like a little row out of him, mm, it's not working. Yeah, give up. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. It's not working because like never. I'm a. I'm one of those people who won't who text hours and days and whatever. So never am I like. Oh, she took an hour to text. I could care less. Yeah. I'll just forget about it. And then like, like and it's crazy because I don't open my messages because I know people who open them and then forget to respond. Me. I don't even open them. I leave the like notification <laughs> thing on. It's just, I just may not respond to you for like 10 hours because I may not have the time to sit there and respond. But like, you know, yeah. some people don't understand that. So. so, but yes, I do think you're being petty. Yeah. So if you're going to be petty, be petty. But like, I don't know if this is a very efficient way to be petty because I don't even think he probably notices or cares i was gonna say i don't think he cares so no i would just move on yeah find somebody else especially find if you somebody else to much. do it <laughs> yeah but like if you care that much about somebody responding you clearly like want somebody you don't want somebody that's lackadaisical you want somebody to be with so like you, this clearly it's a nick or a red flag oh fuck on to the next one yellow flag um yeah i say move on like, stop being petty. There's no point. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for your question. It was boring anyway. Tired. Next. Yeah. Go right. Ahead. You can't go. even have a conversation, go. like a full conversation, like <laughs> if you only hitting each other up like once a day. Yeah. Like, yeah. what kind of conversation is that? That's not a conversation. Y'all, so, was, y'all both wasting each other's time. Yeah. Like, y'all <laughs> can't begin to know each other. So, no. Not for it. That's all I have to say. Not mm. for it. Chesty, what's been going on with you? Wait, can we talk about our baking hobby? Oh, wait. Y'all. I thought you were talking about that later. No, I was supposed to do the last episode and I totally forgot. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> um, I have developed a stress reliever and it is baking. And I absolutely love baking. And like Chastity is always baking. So I sent her my cake <laughs> and I was like, Chastity, I'm turning into you. Like, oh, I felt so proud. A little belly, Betty Crocker. I know. I made a pound cake. I've been making cookies like crazy. And I'm talking like 
150 cookies like and it's it's good that i don't eat all the stuff like it's usually i usually make it when i have i only make the cookies when i have somebody to give them to because otherwise those would sit at my house the cake i was supposed to give away but they never hit me up to drop it off so i was like crap so i ate some my mom ate some like the pound cake was good y'all you should have brought it to church it's gone now my sisters came home and both smashed it (laughs) i was so proud of myself too y'all that cake was good and like i'm not a baker so like for somebody to just like go into baking and actually do baking well, I, was, oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, we. So now I'm about to be like Chastity and baking for my man and his friends. Well, once I get one. Period. Because ain't that what his friends always asking yes, you to do? Don't set that expectation. <laughs> That's oh, bad. Maybe I don't want to do I'll that. I'll be walking through the night. So you gonna make some brownies? <laughs> no. Can I breathe? <laughs> Let's say hi first. How about I was that? about to say something else, but. What? PG-13. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah. So, yes, new baking me. hobby. It's a good stress reliever. I do recommend it if you are, like... I'm telling you, you be up yeah. there whipping it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more, like... <laughs> people would say, like, cooking in general. But I feel like baking is just so precise that you don't really have time to be focusing on, like, yeah. oh, let me put as much pepper in here as I want to. Like, and not even think about it. Like, you really have to be thinking while you're baking, so... I think it's a really good stress reliever. Yeah, I like baking. Take it up, y'all, if y'all need it. Especially because you get to give it to people. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so good. Then mm-hmm. you feel good about yourself because it's good. Because you work hard on that day, okay? Mm-hmm. Take it but up. But I'm scared because they say you're either like a good baker or a good cook. And I'm like, if I'm this good at baking, I'm going to scare well, my Alyssa, husband. <laughs> I'm scared my husband or my me boyfriend. Me and Malik are your critiques. And we just don't think you're a good cook. I know. I know y'all And don't. that's okay. Everybody can't get don't. everything. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But also, you tell me you proactively don't cook. So, like... I don't. But but also, you don't think that I'm a bad um, baker. Well, I mean, you're I, I've only had your brownies. I don't think I've ever had anything uh-huh, else. Uh-huh. You had a cake before. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I've had... Oh, yeah. Cupcakes and stuff. I used to bake all the time. Oh. Okay. I, yeah. Dang, I baked a minute. But, yeah. You, I'm... I, <laughs> What the heck? I am And you never complained. And then you've had my food before too. So maybe that's the fifth. About you can't be one um, or the other. Okay. I don't know. But no, you scared me that one day when you told me you ain't no occasion was spicy. I said this girl not in the kitchen. <laughs> I knew it was spicy, but I didn't know it was that hot. Like I I've never had Cajun anything Cajun and my favorite wings are Cajun chicken wings and I have never been like I can't eat this but when I had that pasta and I was like I can't eat this I was like what the heck this is not supposed to be this spicy like it just threw me for a loop but I also did get a Cajun pasta in the south versus getting Cajun dried up chicken wings and dipping it in honey mustard like so it is a little different but yeah I was just I was just a little lost I knew Cajun is supposed to be spicy but like I was like, this girl don't be in the kitchen. I don't know what the hell we got going on. She's like, I cannot eat this. I'm like, why you can't eat it? She's like, I just wanted to spice and have this spice. It's Cajun. <laughs> like, the and I don't like spicy, so no. it was just it's a sensitive palate. Usually when don't I wink. eat have Cajun stuff, yeah, because it's always a dry rub. I just taste so much salt. Like it just tastes really salty. I don't really taste spiciness, but like. There's not, I mean, in a pasta, it's wet, so it's like, oh, you don't taste the spice. Yes. The, wannabe, the wannabe Louisiana Creole in me jumped out and said, <laughs> girl, <laughs> it's Cajun. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. um, that was funny. I'm glad you take up baking, though. Mm-hmm. I love baking. Now I have to take up cooking. Y'all, I'm doing this challenge with my uh, 
friend and we are only allowed to eat what we cook for two months so maybe i'll be able to cook i guess i'm doing the challenge too oh yeah i didn't i'm getting like a lot of people to like unintentionally do it oh no uh this was already a thing because you know i have a problem with eating only fast food yes me too um or uber eats and so in order for me not to do that Mm -hmm. i have to cook yep because how am i gonna not uber eats or eat fast food so I'm going to do all this cooking, and then you come. By the way, guys, next time, well, next set we record, oh, we'll Chas is coming place. in Cleveland. Um, so when you come, I'm going to make you something, and then you can report back to your little boyfriend and be like, she actually made something good. Alyssa, I'm hard to impress. I mean, sure, but like, it's not like I'm supposed <laughs> to be like Chef Ramsay up in here. Oh like, my God, I'll never forget. I don't know if we have a nickname for him. I can't remember it if we do, but I remember, I'll never forget <laughs> when I first moved to Atlanta and we were, was this somebody we both know? Yes. Okay. And we were um, chatting, dating or whatever. He was like, oh, let me make you like some salmon. And that was the worst salmon I ever had in my life. Oh. <laughs> and he was just so impressed. He was like, this is so good. Da, 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 da. And I was like, it's like, maybe I don't like salmon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I, I maybe I don't like salmon. Oh my god! I was over here. I had to send a picture to uh, um, and I was like, I was like, this is the nastiest shit I ever had. In my life. Whatever I make, I'm gonna just stare at your face. Like even if you are like, trying to fake a smile, I'm gonna I, I'll know that way. It's like I'll be fine if you say like this. Yeah, this isn't bad. Like it's just as long as you don't say it's bad. Like no, okay, no, yeah, okay. Like, if you say yeah, this isn't bad, I'm okay. not expecting you to be like, oh my god, it's so good. Okay, that's fine. Okay. I can do that. Okay. But yeah, I never forget that day. And then one day he came over and I made some rice to go with like some chicken. And he was mm-hmm. like so impressed by my rice. And I was like, it's rice. Calm down. <laughs> like no effort was put in. It's rice. Um, but yeah, never forget that. I will say the one thing I can't make and probably will never try and be like, ooh, I can make this is a steak. Oh yeah. I have every time. That's it's for so men. Chewy. Every time I make it, it's just chewy. Making meat is for men. I don't, I don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, I've never even tried to make a steak. Yeah, not my thing. I, not yeah. for me. I don't even think. Any other meat I can do, but a steak? Mm-mm. I can't. I, I, it's too, that that requires too much precision to me. Like, I don't know. And everybody likes their steaks very differently. Like, there's only, I don't think anyone likes dry chicken. Like, there's only really one way to make chicken. You got to make it <laughs> to where it's not pink anymore, to where it's not going to give you food poisoning, but it's not dry. Like, Steak is like, oh, I like mine rare, medium, medium well. Like, it's just, I no, I don't like it. I don't like it. Steak is not my thing. Mm-mm. One thing I will never be like, oh, there's a guy coming over. Let me impress him and make him steak. Nope. If it got I steak didn't even in the know dish, people nope. did that. This may be like sexist, monogamous, monogamous of me, but that's for men. Uh, sure. I'm sorry. Cancel know. me if you didn't can. I don't but know. like... I don't even I don't even recall a time that the woman in my family just made a steak. They were like, go, put, go, go put the steak on the grill. I was going to say, because usually anytime you make a steak at home, it's always on the grill. So it's like, yeah, women aren't grilling. And then like, yeah. But sometimes I just make it in a skillet because I need some something to switch up my meats. Yeah. I'm not saying that women can't do that. But yeah, like, it's not a. I just, it's one yeah. of those things. Like, I'm also not taking out my trash. I don't care. <laughs> 
I'd be like, uh, can't you, you take should. that? Any man who walked in the door, can't you take this trash? Yeah, trash if, can? if a man's around, I'm not doing it. I'm not taking my trash. My out. little brother goes, can't you take this trash to the trash can? <laughs> <laughs> Could you goodness. please go put this steak on the grill? <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let's move on to the topic. <laughs> right. But could you put this thing on the grill? No. So today we're talking about money, honey. Money, oh, money, money, money. I money. love money. Um, so we're going to talk about mm, strategies for negotiating salaries mm-hmm. and tips. You know, I did not know that people have a lot of issues with this. Absolutely. Such hard times. Like, yeah. I, I don't know why I thought this was just, like, a given, but I, I honestly didn't even... Because I run into people that are around my age It's like, oh, I didn't even know I could. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's what you're <laughs> supposed to do. Like, and I know people that work in HR, and they're like, no, we expect that. Like, things... And it just... It kind of blew my mind that people don't know that. So... <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. I just had to throw that in there. I am weak. But, yeah, we're talking about um, negotiating. So, what I wrote, this is how I'm structuring today's top okay as i fall out of my dress um so we are going to talk about researching we're going to talk about preparing we're going to talk about the negotiation and we're going to talk about common pitfalls okay or mishaps whatever you want to say so so the first things first when you negotiate you want to know what should you be doing Alyssa? what should you know before you start negotiating you should negotiating one on one from the negotiating expert herself. <laughs> um, so first and foremost, you should know when to. Is that the first thing you mm-hmm. should know? I think one of the first things you should know is when to bring it up no. to a company. You say no. I feel like it is. That's not the first thing you should know. Well, I mean. Yes, you should research the position for sure. That's one of the first things you should. Yeah, you gotta act but like you people don't know, know nothing. Okay, no, I'm sorry. Okay. See, I told you you be doing that. <sighs> okay. Ugh. All right. So first thing, first things first. first research things first. the position yes. that you are going after, and not just the position that you're going after at that company, but that same position at competitive companies. And what as are you well. looking for while you're researching that position? Um. So you, you mean like. Like, like you told me to research the position. What am I looking for? I'm confused. Why is this important for me to negotiate? Oh, because if I don't know, I don't know how to do these kind of like self talk. Because um, I'm, I'm, I'm acting think, like a person that's never negotiated. Idiot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, because you don't. You need to. Okay, you're researching that position specifically. Yeah, position specifically because. You don't want to, I'm going to throw a random position out there, a chemical engineer. You don't want to be out here interviewing for a chemical engineer and having the mindset salary of a mechanical engineer. Those are two very, even though they're both engineers in the same field, those require very different things. I don't know for sure, so nobody come for me, but I'm pretty (laughs) sure chemical engineers make a lot more, not a lot more, but would probably make more than mechanical engineers because of usually science positions do. But um, you may be worth an extra $50,000 more 
as a chemical engineer than you would as a mechanical engineer. So if you over here just looking at engineers in general, or you find what a mechanical engineer makes, you go into this negotiation strategy uh, or this negotiation talk of, okay, I think I should be making $150,000 when you just sold yourself so short and you should be making $200,000. Like you literally just lost out on $50,000. Not only that, not only does that affect your salary, it also affects bonuses. So usually when companies give you bonus, they give you a percentage. Well, if you, they're giving you 10% off a of 150, 150,000 versus 200,000, like that's a huge difference. So you definitely want to make sure that you are researching the position that you have um, so that you know your worth going into it. Um, and I thought I also say research competitors because not only do you, you want, you want to be like, Hey, I know that y'all usually pay y'all companies this or your employees that do the same role, this amount of money. However, the, your competitor is paying an extra 10,000 for this position. And the market is saying that this position is actually worth an additional 10,000. So I feel like that is what I should be making. Now, they don't have to pay you that, but if you bring that up, more than likely, they're going to try and at least meet you somewhere in the middle. They'll be like, okay, you got a point. You got a point. Um, and like I said, first and foremost, I know people that work in HR, and they literally tell me that the number that you first get is usually low on purpose. Like, they are expecting you to negotiate. They're not expecting you to just stay at that number because – sorry, not sorry, companies looking out for themselves. Like, they're not going to pay you this extra money if they don't have to. Like, if you find we're just taking this lower salary, like, sure. <laughs> and I got a, this. I got Joey over here that is doing the same work, and he wants an extra 15000 but we budgeted for both of y'all to be making this additional seven and a half. Well, ooh, you just balance it out for us. Like, that's everything. So it's literally like you def- they expect that, so don't be, like, scared to go into – um, negotiation. So yes, research. Research. Step one. Step one research. Period. Lucy, how passionate Alyssa is. I am. I have. So you the reason she be doing it. <laughs> the reason Chazzy said that is because every <laughs> job I've had, I've always negotiated my salaries like fresh out of college. So period. Yes, that's why Chazzy says that. <laughs> but <laughs> um, <okay. laughs> but yeah, you should re- you should re- you. <laughs> Flip it in reverse. <laughs> I was that um, So you, yes, you should research so you can know what the market rate is because you cannot negotiate if you don't even know what you should be looking for. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, there's other factors that go into that too because obviously you should know like what you want, what mm-hmm. your asking price is, whatever. But sometimes because of like the level and the mindset and the things that you've had, you don't even understand or realize <laughs> mm-hmm. That what you want is not what you can get. Yeah. One hundred percent. Like I could want forty five K, but they could definitely be give they could be giving me seventy five. Yeah. <laughs> but that and that also means like well, going the opposite way, like you want seventy five and they're only giving forty five. Yes. You're looking at the wrong positions anyway. That that should tell you like you one, if you even think you should be making that amount of money you need to be thinking higher of yourself and be like aiming higher. So yeah. Yeah. So like in in researching your market and knowing like what you Mm -hmm. want and what you're doing, you find out a lot about like the position, what it is, what you Mm -hmm. feel like you're qualified for, what you're not. And so I feel like this should just be your first step. 
And I think one of the um, things about research that a lot of people mess up on is they wait until they're already in the interview process to do the research. And it's like, literally, they're waiting for their offer letter. No, you need to do this before you even start the interview (laughs) process. Like, way before. And one of the reasons I say that is because some companies, they'll ask you, the HR person will ask you on your first, like, phone screen other like they'll wait till the hiring manager to bring it up like you may be five interviews down the road when they bring up negotiations or you may be at the first one so do this before you even start interviewing but yes if you do slip up there is a way to bounce out of it though just (laughs) um so next our next step i wrote that Mm -hmm. you should prepare um in which researching is part of preparing because if Mm -hmm. you don't know how would you know um so i said you should prepare because like negotiating it's kind of hard. Not hard, but it's hard. It's yeah. like, I don't know. You don't want to be caught off guard yeah. when it's time to it's do kinda it. It's kind of like... Yeah. Because mm. you don't want to just throw a number out there because one, that you just sound stupid. But also, <laughs> it sounds like you did not properly prepare for this interview, which is not a good look. Yeah. And not even talking money. It's just talking, <laughs> are, is, are you, should you, oh, I could stutter. Should you be at our company? Because you aren't, you probably didn't look into this company. Like, it kind of tells you a lot. So definitely, yeah, prepare. Yeah. It's like, and then like, you don't want to, like Alyssa saying, you don't want to be like caught off guard. You don't mm-hmm. want to be like, because basically you're getting to the money. And when people get to the money, they get real serious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The smiles and the fake ha ha ha's mm-hmm. go out the window. Yeah. So you want to be ready. You want to be right there. You want to be on your A game. So you need to be pra- practicing your pitch. You want to talk, you want to know what you're, what you're willing to accept, what you're willing not to accept. Mm-hmm. Like these are things you should just know off bat. So yeah. if you want to come in and you're like, at, at max, my max is 80K, but the minimum I'm willing to take is like uh, 72 Mm-hmm. You need to know that. Yeah. Because if somebody is negotiating with you and they're like, oh, yeah, we can offer you like, ah, uh-uh, like 70. Is that fine mm-hmm. by you? But you never thought about it and you never see what you needed to do, never bend, never flex to be like, oh, like the lowest I can really take is 72. How would you know? It sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds good when you're coming from 45. Right. Right. <laughs> it sounds good when you're coming from $13 an hour to 20. Mm-hmm. Like, it just sounds good. So. Yeah. And part of the preparing aspect, too, you need to prepare yourself for them not to agree with you. Oh, yes. Go ahead. They might counter you, (laughs) and we'll get into the negotiation piece of it, but, like, they might counter you, or a lot of times, like, one of the roles that I interviewed for, they didn't ask me first. They told me, and it was like, okay, shoot, that is not at all what I want. (laughs) Like, how do... I had to, like, think on the fly, because I was not expecting that, but I had to think on the fly, like how do I tell these people what you just said to me is not okay. I need more than that. Yeah. So you need to prepare yourself for like this not going your way. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I saying? Yes. So in that aspect, mm-hmm. you should also know why. So in negotiating, what you have to do what is called like give and take. Okay. So like why should I pay Alyssa $500 more Yes, and not this other person? Mm-hmm. Why should I give it to Alyssa over this other person who wants less? Mm-hmm. So now you have to basically value yourself. What can you bring to the company? What have you already done? Mm-hmm. What makes you better than the next person? Like, what are your accomplishments? What have you already been known for? Like, you gotta know, you gotta know your stats. Just yes. like the NBA girl. Yeah. Who <laughs> 
list that list that crap off. Like, yeah. look, I got fifty rebounds in the last game. <laughs> you can count on me for a twenty five shot, twenty five points each game. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna make sure we on the scoreboard no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you just gotta. That's how you have to be. You have to know your stats. You have to know what you're good at. You have to know your weaknesses. Because mm-hmm. in knowing your weaknesses, you know your true strengths. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's just how I feel. And that's that's a key part too, because I think a lot of people go into negotiations and they're like, this is this position, this is how much I feel like it should be worth, yada, yada. And they focus so much on like the outside factors and they never talk about the internal factors. Like you literally need to let the company know what value you bring and what value it is to them if they pay you this extra money. Not only what have you done for them, but what are you going to do for them with like put these extra hours all this kind of stuff like or why they should give you more vacation time well it'll make me more suitable to um or more not suitable what's the word more um what's the word more reliable i don't know i can't think of the word but like better at your job it'll improve your your work-life balance things like that um this i think i should get or what was the other thing um oh i'd rather take a smaller percentage on bonus versus um i'd rather take a higher yeah smaller percentage on bonus and higher salary just like (laughs) you you just need every aspect of it you need to be able to say what value you're gonna bring and what you're gonna do with that money like to your point um negotiation is not only salary yes. salary yes because like somebody i could be a person that it could be completely satisfied with 60k it doesn't matter to me mm-hmm. like but what does matter to me is i need to ensure that i have this x y and z health benefits mm-hmm. i need x y and z pto dates you want to know why i need this because i have to take care of my health because that's a priority to yeah. myself right now mm-hmm. so like if the money is not what you're focusing on you need to be prepared to negotiate the other things too mm-hmm. um you need to basically you need to know what you want yeah you need to know like what does a um, ideal pto look for you like for you what does ideal healthcare look like for you what does ideal salary look like for you mm-hmm. what does your life what kind of life are you wanting and how can this next job project whatever step get you there yeah yeah because like <laughs> for instance like with one of the companies that i worked at they offered x amount of vacation time and initially it was kind of like it kind of made me nervous because I'm like, ah, that's not enough for me. But they allow you, one, they have all these extra random holidays throughout the year. And then also they allow you to buy vacation time. And it's like, and if you don't use it, you get the money back at the end of the year. Like, I'm like, okay, that works for me. Like, I still have these options. Like, so it was like, okay, this was so important to me. I was ready to negotiate this whole thing about <laughs> um, vacation time. But then it was like, it got settled during the negotiation phase. So, yes. Yes. It so yeah, the other negotiation things. phase is <laughs> anything and everything that mm-hmm. you need to feel like this is the place for you. Yes. Um. So if you need to negotiate that you need to stand in desk, you better negotiate that you need to yep. stand in desk in that yep. interview. Yeah. <laughs> um. Like this is gonna make me ten percent more productive, mm-hmm. <laughs> and my workflow, my bones get to flowing. Like yep. you need to be here. Like you need to be ready. Like know what your strengths and weaknesses are. Because uh-huh. yet again. If you know your weakness, if I know my weakness is I cannot sit down at the desk all day. I absolutely have to have the standing desk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I need to be able to know that and articulate yeah. and add that to what I'm bringing to the table. Yeah. Most of the time you don't have to negotiate a standing desk. Uh, this is just an example. <laughs> but yeah, so I just think that things like that are things you should be focusing on. 
So now we're going to get to the nitty gritty. Mm -hmm. We're going to get to negotiating. Okay. So how do you make your first move, Alyssa, in negotiating? Um, so I usually let them at some point, somebody <laughs> like usually the HR person or somebody is going to say, this is what the salary range is. Um, they may not say what they plan to offer or I don't know. They may say what they plan to offer. They may say what the range is. They may ask me what my, my expectations are, but at some point it's going to be brought up. And when they bring it up, I'm usually, and it's not something that I want, or even if it is something that I want, I always say, is this final or is there room for negotiation? And usually they're like, yeah, or no, or what is it that you were looking for? And that just opens up for the conversation. So that's usually the first thing. If it's a matter of me bringing it up first, um, I usually, I'll usually ask what the salary range is mm -hmm. or I'll, or I will say, I looked it up. This is what the, um, what is it? This is what Market. the, yeah, is listing for this role. Is this in line with what your company is, um, looking to pay as well? I personally try not to bring up salary first though. I usually don't like to. I actually I've never had I've never had to. <laughs> Somebody always brings it up first. Yeah. Um, but I yeah I don't really like to because I don't want that to be the focal point of my interview. Like I don't want you to think I'm even though that is why I'm here to get paid. But like I don't want them to think like mm, that's all she's focused on. Like not really that into the company yada yada. So I try not to bring it up first. I usually let them bring it up first and then say, "Is there room for negotiation?" Hmm. Period. Yeah. Um, what was I going to talk about next? I really wrote this all down. <laughs> I wanted to get all the details. Anyway, so I wanted to talk about how to respond to a lowball offer because okay. technically at one of my places, um, I got a lowball offer mm -hmm. and in that I was like, whoa, like it was, I got caught off guard because I was like, whoa, like mm, I've worked for these people, X, Y, Z. I don't even look like I deserve that. Um, so I got caught off guard. And so what what I did when I was caught off guard is I was like, wow, I'm so excited that you gave me the offer. I'd love to like sit down and think about it, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, and kind of see where I want to do, see where my toes at. I'm so excited. I can't wait to do Can I get back to you in x amount of days okay and i just feel like for people who aren't comfortable with negotiating off back who are haven't gained that skill yet i mm -hmm. feel like that gives you a little time to kind of like think about it to research it to understand what you're doing just in case you didn't do that yeah. in the beginning yeah for sure um to like understand what you're doing to think about it like if you want to talk to other people about it and kind of you know mm -hmm. see how it's feeling then you get the opportunity <laughs> jesus christ um then you get that opportunity to to do that but also i feel like it gives you kind of the opportunity to be in charge of the negotiation that's true and yeah. to be in charge of how the communication of the negotiation goes Mm -hmm. So I know that like everybody is not very uh, assertive <laughs> when it comes to like talking about money because yeah. people are uncomfortable. So in you like giving yourself a timeline and you giving yourself a limit, you can also respond in a different way. Mm -hmm. So like if you're already on the phone and you already just start the negotiation process, you don't allow yourself just in case you're the type of person who needs to think, who can't think quick on their feet, who mm -hmm. can't rebuttal like that. You allow yourself to have the access of an email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could be like, "Wow, 
in this email. I'm so excited um, to work here. I was, I'm really excited to start this position. Here all the, are my accomplishments that I am excited to bring here. However, <laughs> this is a little, little low for me. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a little low for me. I was expecting X, Y, and Z. Yep. Is there room for negotiating when it comes to terms X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. So then you give yourself the opportunity to get to send the message off, to restate everything that was said to you, to write down everything. It's all in writing. You mm-hmm. get to think about it. And so obviously they might not respond to you immediately in email or they might call you, but you still get the chance to just in case you feel a little timid when it comes to negotiating mm-hmm. to say what you want. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. No, and then yeah. in doing that, since you already researched and you already know what you want, you know when they call you or when they email you what you're willing to accept when they call you back. However, I will <laughs> say, oh, when they call you back. Yeah. Okay. Because I will say when you were speaking, it reminded me of this. Um, when even if they do, let's say they brought up salary last conversation, same time they're offering you the job. Do not... Uh, I, you can say that I'm wrong, but I do not think that you should accept that offer right then and there. I oh, do absolutely think, not. Okay. I do oh, yeah. think that you Sorry. should, no, you're good. I think you should say, um, definitely thank you for the offer. Like, yeah, I am very interested, but I would like a day or two just to think it over. And that way, also, if you didn't do your research, you can go do some more research. Even if that number sounds appealing, you could be like, oh, wait, maybe maybe I do need to be getting more. And you can get an extra 10K, 20K, whatever, um, and then counter it then in an email, like all that kind of stuff. But yes, I don't think you should accept an offer right off rip. Even if they mentioned salary to you before, I've never accepted an offer when they said, oh, yes, we'd like to offer you the position. I'm like, okay, thanks. Like, I'm definitely very interested. How long do I have to get back to you? Like, I'd like to think about it or say I am weighing other. Well, I don't know if you want to tell me you're weighing other offers, but um, yeah, just definitely don't accept it right then. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that for everybody. Just not only when (laughs) when you get a low ball. I should have said that. But yes, you can do that for everything. And Mm -hmm. you should do that for everything because you should never accept the first offer. Yeah. Because like Alyssa said, the first offer is the no offer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's the weak offer. It is a weak offer. And I will also say with being lowballed. Um, so I was lowballed with one of my positions and it was on the phone. So I didn't really have t- time to like think about it because they literally told me the number and said, is this fine? Yes or no. I had to give an, I had to give an answer. So when things like that happen, if you do have a number in your head, I personally did not have a specific number in my head. I actually did not. There wasn't much information on the roll for me to be able to do research. (laughs) So I personally did not have a specific number in my head. However, I compared it to what I was already doing. And I was like, I need to be making at least this, first of all, for my living, just expenses in general. And I just need to be make. I feel like this is at least what this type of role should be making, just gauging it. And they gave me the offer. And um, she's like, is this okay? And I was like, you know, I I was hoping that I would at least get to this range. Um, I have this and this skill set. Um, this is not like okay. I have this and this skill set, and <clears throat> I feel like I can bring this, this, and this to the company. Um, and I also mentioned that me taking that role, even though I like I knew that it was going to be less than what I was making at that point. So I mentioned like this is 
a big pay cut for me. And I know even this range is still a pay cut that I'm telling you, but I would at least like to get to this. Um, and she started asking me, like the person started asking me like, okay, well, what was your bonus structure like? And then I told her that and she's like, okay, well, this is how ours work. And I'm like, okay, but that's still not comparable like it doesn't make it comparable to what I'm making like she started breaking down a lot of things and then she pointed this out and I'm like okay well that makes sense and she came back met the high point of my range she was like <laughs> you had like she literally went to the person because she said I cannot approve this I have to get approval she went and I and literally said like um yes they agreed your skill set hit and she went to the high part of my range so if you do get like like sandbags you gotta give an answer <laughs> be like okay well this is the range like don't say a specific number just give them a big range like literally a big range and then yeah so that's my take on lowballing my thing on lowballing. period so when you are negotiating with whatever company mm-hmm. know that they know exactly the range and what they are willing to do so just because you put your number up or you put your PTO or your vacation or your ben- whatever benefits up for negotiation, and just because they say no to your first offer does mm-hmm. not mean they're not going to rebuttal with something else. Yeah. So just so when you are negotiating, I feel like you should negotiate with your high number. <laughs> um, that's just a tip for me because... I was low-key scared at this one point, and I did not mm-hmm. negotiate with my high number. I negotiated with the number I just wanted. <laughs> um, but I feel like you should negotiate with your high number because even though they could say they could say immediate yes to that or they could say an immediate no, but you mm-hmm. don't know. So I yep. feel like you should start off strong so then you can like continue to like get weed out and negotiate down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's a little extra tip. Start off strong. Yes. Even if you don't believe it, it don't matter what you believe. So super important thing <laughs> with starting off strong, and this kind of goes into downfalls. I don't, I don't know if you, a lot of young people don't know this because I didn't even know this at first. You, it is much harder and almost impossible, <laughs> but very hard to renegotiate salary once you are getting a promotion than it is coming into a company. I thought once you get a, a promotion, you get to renegotiate your salary. That's not how every company is. And I don't know if a lot of companies are like that, but usually it's like, this is our percentage range increase salary. When someone gets a promotion, you, that's just what you go with. So if you go into this with a low number, just think about, let's say the increase is a 10%. You're always only going to get 10% off of that previous number. So this number is the number you about to have to work off until work. Yeah. Work off of until you leave that company. So you definitely coming in, you want to come in strong. <laughs> like you want to don't do not settle because it's going to be very hard to change the salary that you're getting. Like they'll just go find somebody else who may, who is willing to take less and give you more and more money. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is definitely. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. come in strong. Yeah. Come hard. Yeah. Um, even if you don't believe in yourself, it don't matter. Yep. <laughs> um, the worst thing they can do is renegotiate. Yeah. Be like, mm, how about this number? Yeah. So like, that's why you also need to know what's your top number and what's your bottom number. <laughs> Period. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Know it. Um, and then also I want to say this. Um, it doesn't matter what position you're 
um, getting a job offer for. I don't care if it's in corporate. I don't care if it's you're going to the NBA. I don't care if you're going to work as a janitor. I don't care if you're working at Target. <laughs> you need to be like, mm, um, yeah. <laughs> Can we get a little extra? Can I get a little extra queso? <laughs> um, but no, real talk. You need to ask for extra. Yeah. I don't care what you're doing. Um, because each salary or each um, amount of money or each benefit that you get is going to ref- thank you mm-hmm. is going to reflect on on the next one. Mm-hmm. So, like, say I started at thirty five k, and then in my next job, since I started at this thirty five k, you also you usually don't have the confidence <laughs> to be trying to negotiate at seventy k, yeah. even though you could be worth eighty k. But because you started off so low and you lowballed yourself, you mm-hmm. now are stuck in kind of this range. People who nego- negotiate make it so much farther in salary and make so much more money than the person who doesn't negotiate at all. Yes. So I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's Target. Get your practice in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Um, but yeah, so make sure even if you're excited and happy with the offer, I don't care. Negotiate yeah. it anywhere. Like, and like she said, even with like jobs like Target, negotiate your hours so that you can get to that point to be able to get <laughs> benefits. Because, y'all, only, you only, if you are a part time employee, you don't have to get benefits like health insurance. Like, so negotiate, like, hey, can I just get to the 38 hours so that I can get to get health care and not have to pay for outside? Like, negotiate these kinds of things. Like she said, it's not just salary, doesn't matter what level you're at, what like right. type of company, like, but Fight this, for what you are worth. Right. Because if you know that you cannot work on Sundays, mm-hmm. <laughs> that needs to be a part of it. Like, look, yeah. I'm being completely honest. This is the thing. I just, I will take this job. But the only thing that I need is Sundays off. I cannot mm-hmm. work on Sundays. Yeah. Sundays are no go for me. I work on any other day of the week, but I cannot work on Sundays. I need yeah. Sundays off. That is a part of your negotiating. Like, you can negotiate so many other things. I think people get so... You can negotiate a company phone. I'm telling you. I think people get so caught up with um, money and, like, being nervous about that Mm -hmm. that they forget that there's other things that you want and can get out of companies. So, research that, too. Research what you can get. Research what you... Like, you might not even know what you really want until you really understand the true process of what negotiating is, what you can get out of it, and how it can make you and this future better yep okay so now we're going to talk about downfalls mm-hmm. and one of the downfalls i wrote was not negotiating at all in which we kind of already touched on yeah and we already touched on accepting the first offer and so another one i wanted to touch on was getting too emotional okay. um and that's because like it is like going to work or whatever can be people's livelihood mm-hmm. and so it can be really <laughs> hard to kind of separate this is just a negotiation versus this is my life and I'm sad mm. and I I I'm so poor that I can't afford to da, 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 da. Yeah. and that's just like no we're taking the motion out of it and mm-hmm. we need to have this straight face and we need to go in and play our poker game yeah <laughs> that's true that's true um and so yeah I just want to say that I don't feel like you should get too emotional don't get upset if they don't um do the your high end your highest number mm-hmm. <laughs> because maybe that's just not what the range is maybe that's not the company for you yeah maybe that's not like maybe they can't accompany accompany the things that it. you want to do yeah. or whatever but like you also have to think about 
while negotiating, is this a company? Is this something that's going to look good for me too? Mm -hmm. Because if I was going to go work for Beyonce and Beyonce wasn't paying me nothing, does that look good still that I work for Beyonce? Is that worth more Mm -hmm. than what I feel like my high number should be? Yeah. For sure. For sure. I mean, that's honestly like, y'all don't know what role I'm in now, but like, that's why I took the job that I took. Like, I was ready to get into this new industry. And like I told y'all, like, I was take I negotiated my salary (laughs) because I was taking a pay cut. Regardless of what I was about to do, if I um, negotiated or not, like, I was going to be taking a pay cut. But like, for where I wanted to go with my life, this role will look better than if I took this other path. So. 100%. Um, Another thing with downfalls and kind of with getting emotional, um, I think people really need to be, sometimes people aren't realistic with what what they're worth. Like you think you're worth so much more than what you are. And it's like, it's like, don't, yes, don't sell yourself short. But also like when you're negotiating, don't sit here and point out all these facts that first of all, the company it doesn't matter to the company. Like you telling me that you are great at engineering, but you are interviewing for a, I don't a know. painting job. Yeah. Like what that, that's not relevant. Like, okay. <laughs> like that does not. So make sure when you are talking about your worth that it one pertains to the company and two, you're not, you're, you're being realistic. Like, does this skill set really warrant an extra $20,000? It may not. It really may not. Like, even though it may be valuable to the company, it does not mean that I should be paying you more than I should Sally down down the way, who's also <laughs> interviewing for this. Like, um, and y'all, by the way, we just be making up random names. Um, but yeah, so definitely I think sometimes people's downfall is that they think they're worth too much or worth more than that position. But that also, like we said move on to the next position then. <laughs> yeah so uh, knowing your worth is very important mm-hmm. so to recap yes as we end this segment yes. <laughs> to recap you should research you should prepare you should understand the negotiation and understand the common pitfalls mm-hmm. and your worth yes <laughs> um these things are all important parts of negotiating we just gave y'all kind of like a 30 minute to 40 minute crash spill course. on it crash course on it but mm-hmm. i definitely think you should do a deeper dive into figuring it out understanding what it is because negotiation in itself is a skill set yep. <laughs> people who do sales negotiate every day negotiation is a skill set that you can take with you everywhere when you mm-hmm. go to the car dealership and you go get a car off the lot you're negotiating <laughs> um when you're trying to buy some shoes from this dude over this other guy you're negotiating so negotiating is a skill that i feel like you should know outside of even just trying to get a better bonus or something mm-hmm. at a job yeah so yes yes please 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 go and do your research on negotiating mm-hmm. because it will take you far in life in all aspects even marriage is a negotiation but y'all don't want to talk about it <laughs> Um, but so my heart's truth is i said put the advice into practice and negotiate for for the salaries you deserve period the life you deserve um my heart truth is know your worth and be realistic period and i had another one i told just lost my train of thought oh i guess i think i was just gonna say don't be scared because it's expected yes don't be scared yeah Pull up, pull up your pants and get it mm-hmm. together. Yeah, it's, it's 100% <laughs> expected. I've never talked to anybody who 
is higher up in corporate or really anything, any job, any HR person. Like, I've never heard them say, like, oh, my God, this person negotiated. Like, it's literally something that they expect. And you know what? I think that the nervousness of negotiation comes from not knowing it and not mm-hmm. having practice, practice the skill set. So back to what I said before. Yep. This is a crash course. <laughs> Go start negotiating in everyday things in your yeah. life. Honestly, yeah. go get what you want. Just so yeah, start putting it the practice. Put it, in place. Yeah, put yeah. it into work. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. we're out of here though. Yeah, thanks guys for joining us on this very special Tuesday. Um, if you'd like to check us out on YouTube, you can do so at She Likes It Hard Podcast. Um, please like, comment, and subscribe. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave a rating and or review. If you would like to follow us on any of our so- socials, you can do so at She Likes It underscore hard. And if you would like to write us or write a hard ask, you can do so at any of the socials. Or you can email us at She Likes It Hard Podcast at Gmail. We love you guys. Thank you. Have a great rest of your week. And bye.